Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Diane Halfman. And if you missed yesterday's episode or the last episode, go back, get yourself caught up. We had a great conversation. Uh, we talked about her. She told her story, which is <laughs> really interesting, how she was an undercover police officer. She was an undercover prostitute as a police officer, hunting serial killers, doing the things to keep us safe, all the things we see on TV. I'm sure, was your life like a TV show? It, do you ever experience- people say that but i never watched those shows i think when you actually yeah. live your own life it has a, a very different perspective and the fact that they can solve crime in 20 minutes i wish we could do that <laughs> and i wanted to mention too before we get into things that we talked about what you did on the last episode i want to tell people you did find the serial killer right like your department you caught him, and everyone's safe now from that particular one yes well thank you thank you for your service and putting yourself out there to keep everyone safe it you know it's true hero being a true hero and you know now you help entrepreneurs you play hero to them helping them you know figure out through your um through spa life which is seek power always and hosting the live your spa spa life podcast you help people through speaking consulting conducting workshops and you help overwhelmed women entrepreneurs and corporate leaders move from a life of emergency to emergence and you're offering a free resource so i want to remind people they can grab that dianehalfman.com slash crisis is where they can go get that diane it's so great to have you back thanks for having me mario good to be here yeah, I want to really quickly before we get into a new topic today or on this show, I want to go back to one thing we were talking about on the last episode, which was those values that you pointed out. How, when as a business owner and entrepreneur, you know what your core values are and what success you define success for yourself, it helps you make quicker decisions. I want to ask you and put you on the spot what are a couple of your values? Uh, I love talking about my values. And my number one is to experience. So for me, it's like life is alive when you have these experiences. And then maybe that's why I, I enjoyed a lot of the work that I did as, a, as an undercover officer, because yeah, I never knew what the experience was going to be. And so I like to create experiences with my clients. I've done some zipline training where I feel like if you're doing fun things while you're learning, it solidifies it in a lot better. You know, I set out to do walk and talks with my, with my clients where we are actually, when you're in movement, you actually think in a different part of your brain and you actually have different problem solving things. So to experience for myself and for my clients and with my family is a huge, huge value of mine. And a second one is to connect and collaborate. I love, I think that's why I like being guests on podcasts is that that collaboration, you never know what's going to come up or how is it that we can come up with things together and having that connection 
um, with people. I have uh, clients and friends come stay at my home. So I have it almost like a, a resort location where we get to have these experiences and we get to connect together. So those are some things that I like to take business and things that are important to me, the value to me, and have those interweave so that you know while I'm doing business, I'm also doing life. How long did it take you to get clarity around your own values? You know, actually pretty quickly. In fact, a, a resource that I think is is pretty amazing, Janet Atwood is, uh, you know, she came up with a passion test. It's actually a free resource. People can look online. You can go to thepassiontest.com and you start weighing against yourself like, what is important to you? Like a lot of times people are like, well, why do you have experience first? Like, why don't you have, you know, God first, right? You know, because God is an important foundation in my life. I said, God is part of the experience of my life. So a word can encompass a lot of different things for that person. In fact, three different people can have the same word in there, but they have a different meaning behind it. So for me, when I did the test, I was able to really, you know, cull down what were those five top values for myself. But I want to step further. And I like to do this with my client where I get like uh, five of those three by five cards and I put the value on one side. And then on the other side, I put, how do I experience it? How do I feel it? How does it show up in my life? And I would have people carry it with them around for, you know, a week, couple weeks. And when they experienced, felt it, understood it, uh, then I'd have them write it on the back and just a few little bullet points, because then you're living your values. You're actually seeing what's important to you and how you express it in your life. So when things feel like they're maybe getting a little off track, you can look at those and go, okay, I need to get more of what's important to me, why I'm here, how am I serving, what's it looking like? When you experience more of that, you actually have more gratitude, you actually have more you know, great experience of your life, and you feel better doing it. Mm, that's good stuff. And now let's change gears for a second because there's something else that you are passionate about that I honestly, when you brought it up, it was just, you know, it made so much sense to me. It hit every button because I can't live without it. And that's our calendars. I live and die by my calendar. And I tell people that it's like, I would rather put something on the calendar and then either cancel it or reschedule it than not have it there. Because if it's not there, I can guarantee you it's not going to happen. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I think you said when we talked the first time that the calendar is like your mind in action. Yeah. And I love that because that's exactly how I feel about it. So I'm going to let you talk now for a few minutes about the power of a calendar. And I'm going to sit here and listen. And I guarantee you, I'll probably love everything you say. So go <laughs> Absolutely. Ahead. Well, I like to have, you know, I'm, I love that visuals and I, and I love to have, you know, ways to remember certain things. So when you think of your calendar, I want you to think of MIA. I want to think of mind and action, like the, how you want to experience your life. It should be there on your calendar in every way. It also, if it's not there, you got to look at MIA is missing in action, meaning that your life is not being lived the way you want to live it if it's not on your calendar. Too many times I work with some of my clients where they go, oh, I have to do this and I have to do this and everything on their calendar are these have tos. Well, you have to really look at, you know, at the end of the day, let's say you had two weeks to live. If you looked at your next two weeks on your calendar, is that inspiring you? Is that making you feel like you're living the life you're meant to live? Or is it draining your energy or you're feeling like you're not really on track with some things? Now, of course, as you're building your business, there may be some things that you're not ready to delegate to someone else or you haven't built team yet or you don't have the systems and structures. And that's a whole other thing that we talk about with our clients as well. But in the meantime, while you're doing those things, I believe that you have to be really clear about what it is that you love and you got to get your values on your calendar. Like if you say, 
I want to be like, for me, one of my goals is to have epic health. Like, I feel like if I'm in epic health, then I am living on purpose and I'm doing the things I want to do. So I have on there every day, what is the physical activity that I'm going to do? Am I going to go to the gym? Am I going to walk in my neighborhood? Am I going to go to a bounce class? What does that look like? And that is not something that gets bumped off my calendar because something more important came up. If these are my values, is this is what's important to me, this is what makes me feel good. Because if I'm good, then I'm going to do better for my people and I'm going to be able to show up stronger and I'm going to, you know, have the more stamina than anybody else that's there in the room when I make that a priority. You know, time with the family. It's like, what does that look like? You know, my husband and I, we're both entrepreneurs. And so when you work out of the home, you can get into the mindset that you're open 24-7. We're not 7-Eleven. We're not open 24-7. We actually, just to help him with that, I actually got him an open and closed sign for his office door to know, okay, this is when we're open in business and this is when we're closed. And so having your calendar, it allows you to have some of those boundaries. And I know some people say, oh, well, it feels too rigid if it's on there and I can't have creativity or flowing. It's actually the opposite. You get to have, when you have certain parameters set aside for you, you can be as creative and flow in it because you have safeguard that for yourself. And then you know where you've got the flow that allows you to go on and do the other things that you want to do. And I always think the most important thing in your calendar is you got to have a vacation on there. Now, whether you're going somewhere or you're doing a staycation, you got to block it out because in those tough times where you're like, Uh, trying to get through and solving something, when you can look at your calendar and know like in three weeks or three months, you're going to be going somewhere and you're going to do something, it gives you the energy to push through. I love the open and close sign on the door because I had that issue as well. And I, you know, back when I was, when I first started working from home, I had a one bedroom apartment and I thought, this is good. It's me and my dog and we're going to hang out and I'll work here at a big kitchen island. And I thought I'll work here And then I had my living room, which was right next to it. And what I realized was I would do my work throughout the day, close my computer, go sit on my couch and try to veg for an hour or so to let my mind relax. But I'd always be looking over my shoulder back at that island and be like, well, I should be doing this or I could be getting ahead on this or I should be doing that. So I started, I thought, you know what? I can't have this because it's just, there's no, there's no division. It's all two together. So I started looking at off at shared workspace and I thought, you know, I'll get a shared workspace. I'll go to the office. And I thought, well, I work from home, so I don't have to go to the office. And here in Pittsburgh in the winter time, the roads can get bad and snowy. I don't want to have to travel in the mornings and all that stuff. So I ended up taking the money that I would spend to that and upgrading to a three bedroom apartment. And then I had an office, dedicated office, a guest room, and a bedroom. And that worked really well for me for a few years before I could do other things. But that allowed me to have a dedicated office with a door that I could close at the end of the day, at the end of the work day, and go be in my living space. And then I wasn't always thinking because out of sight, out of mind a lot of times, right? So I wasn't always, now don't get me wrong. I still worked some long days as an entrepreneur. That's just part of it. But when it was time to close and you walked away, you can walk away because I think that division is so crucial. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you have to look at the big picture because I think as humans, we we think of being like this, these workhorses that, you know, we should always be slaving and always be working. And, and like you said, that guilt where you like, oh, it's calling to you because there's more things that need to be done and the to-do list is not ever done. But when you get clear about getting just, if you just got one big thing done each day, 
it'd be amazing. Like each day you got one thing done. And then, you know, if you wanted to do it like a a couple things, that's fine. But when people set themselves up and go, oh, I'm going to get these 20 things done today, you have a feeling of failure every single day because you never get all of those 20 things done. It would be better if you said, I'm going to get this one thing done on my calendar and then I'll evaluate how much more time I want to evaluate due to something else, because then everything else is a win. It's just, it's a bonus. It's doing better. And you set yourself up to win every day. And that gives you the energy that you're actually making progress. I love that. And I almost feel like that hustle, hustle, grind, grind mentality that we're speaking of, that workhorse mentality that you talked about. Is that kind of, I've see that as kind of an American thing. Have you noticed that too? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Def- my international clients, they they understand, yeah. hey, we take a month off or we've got family time. You know, they look at it. I don't know if it's just like old world thinking or what that is. Um, and, you know, there's something to, it's nice when you can kick up that hustle when you need it, but you don't want it to be part of an everyday grind because you're, you're just going to exhaust yourself. Then mm-hmm. you're going to burn out. Then you're not going to like what you're doing. And then you ultimately aren't having the life that you built the business for in the first place. So you got to kind of do that whole reverse engineering and go, okay, what do I want my day to actually look like? Right. And then you build your business that supports that lifestyle that you want to have. And one of the things that I've been doing for myself that as we talk about this and we kind of make that division is I spend, I make sure I block off time for personal growth. I block off time to you know, and in that personal growth encompasses prayer, meditation, reading, whether it be, you know, the pod, listening to a podcast, whatever it's going to be that's going to help me do education, those types of things. And one of the things that I've been reading and studying lately is some ancient philosophy. And I'm actually taking a class around ancient philosophy, and I was reading some uh, Aristotle. And one of the things that Aristotle was talking about, which kind of hit me a few weeks ago, was his whole thing was the whole purpose is leisure. So it's like you work so you can get to leisure. You work so you can do leisure. So why do you spend the time working and negate the leisure? Because work, the purpose of work is leisure. And I thought that's brilliant because like even a lot of us, when we're working, we love what we do, but we're always thinking about, like you said, always have a vacation on your calendar. You're always thinking about like those times when you can lay back on the beach or, you know, you're skiing down the mountain or you're having, you know, a fancy dinner with people you're closest to. That's those things are, I think that work, while it gives us a chance to be productive and to give back and to feel fulfilled, it also gives us the means and the opportunity to do those things that we really enjoy. And if we say like, I'm doing this because it fills me up right now, but it also gives me that leisure, then that if that leisure becomes the end, you're not going to not do it. Right. Right. Well, and I think it's important to look at what is an ideal day for you? I mean, it's great to put on like those great trips to Italy and those bigger type things, but what is the simple pleasures that you really enjoy in your life? Maybe it's something that you do like on a weekend. Um, I've had some people talk about that they really love to have like a hot beverage where it's like maybe it's a, a coffee or a tea or whatever that is, and they just want to see something beautiful right? So you want to have something either outside your window or maybe you've created something in your home where you're you're just really enjoying that, where it's not like you're just throwing it down in between different things. You're giving yourself, even if it's 10 minutes, right? 10 luxurious moments of having your favorite beverage, looking at something beautiful, you know, really enjoying that time. So when you get really clear, like what are those simple pleasures that you want to have in your life? It doesn't take 
a lot of money and it doesn't take a lot of time. You're just doing those things. And what it does is it builds up your satisfaction so that when you're doing other things, you're like, okay, yeah, this is challenging and it's really hard, but you know what? I've got this peaceful moment. I've got, I'm connecting with this person. I'm doing something that I love to do. When you have more of those things and you've got more of those, like, you know, happy things that are happening during the day, you are just increasing your gratitude. You know, you are just being more satisfied with your life. And that comes across to your clients, to the other people. And you're giving them permission to live the life that they want to live. It's important. Yep. I love it. I love those simple things too, because leisure, like we said, like you have those big things that I mentioned, but those little everyday things you can do too. I mean, just sitting and meditating for 10 minutes might be it for you. It might put you in a place of gratitude. And if you shut off the device and lock the office door or whatever, you may be able to, to sit and just be in total peace and total silence for 10 minutes. And that might be it. Yeah, It can be that simple. Definitely. So, Definitely. Well, Diane, thank you so much for being here, not only on this episode, but on the last episode. I've loved our conversations. I want to remind people they can grab a free resource from you at dianehalfman.com slash crisis. So I want to encourage them to go there and do that and also connect with you across social media. They can grab those links all in the show notes. This has been a blast. Let's definitely do this again soon. Thanks, Mario. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.